Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Cross-Atlantic travel. We've got lovers. We've got Eddie Redmayne and, oh my gosh, New Jersey. This is the Four Weddings and a Funeral After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, Y'all, we are back for our final episode of season one of Four Weddings and a Funeral. I am one of your hosts, Nikki Bailey. I am joined by the amazing and beautiful Marielle Turner. Hey guys. And the stunning and gorgeously, amazingly <laughs> attractive Eric Sinsley. What's up? Thank you. Um, guys, we've got a lot to talk about today. I'm doing my accent, I don't know why. But we're going to get into all the couples. <laughs> right, we're going to talk, talk about all the couples. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to do our special segment. We've got news. We've got so much to get into. And I might just talk like this the entire time. I don't know. Your accent's amazing. I Thank just have you. To say. Thank you. I had a British roommate at university mm. and <laughs> taught me how to do this. Anyway, listen, let's get into it. You ready? Let's do it. We're ready. Right. So, overall impressions of this episode, Marielle, darling. Um, I very much enjoyed it. I think it was the perfect rom com ending for a rom com series. Um, yeah, I think it was good. It was great. I loved this episode. This was my favorite episode. And you know, sometimes a finale doesn't live up to what you hope it's going to be like. And this was exceeded my expectations. And I was sold. And I'm hoping for season two. 100% agree with both of you. This was such a satisfying ending. Such a satisfying episode. Um, I loved all of it. I felt like... I felt like I had I had highs, I had lows. I would have cried if people kept hadn't kept interrupting me. In fact, Eric opened the door, popped his head in just to see if I was crying. <laughs> yeah, true story. <laughs> and um, and I wasn't because people kept coming in and out of the room. But I would have cried had I not been interrupted. So let's talk about the couples, shall we? Yes. Who should we start with? I think we ought to start start with um, Zara and Craig. 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 Well, I... Not as much happened with them this episode. Their stuff's already mostly resolved. But go ahead, Eric. I loved how the episode opened with um, how they showed the timeline of how things had progressed over the year. And we found out that Zara and Craig had a baby. They Mm -hmm. had their baby. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, Molly is now part of the picture of the mm-hmm. of the blended family, and Craig is the new soccer dad. Yeah. So I was excited about that. I wasn't. I mean, at first, I wasn't sure if Molly knew who he was now. But then I'm guessing with him, you know, coaching soccer, he she he, said, yeah. Dad. Did yeah, she say she said Dad? I went mm-hmm. and meant to go back and rewind. And well, check those that. damn yeah, people okay. kept opening the door and interrupting you. They did. It's true. <laughs> 
Yeah, I had to rewind it to see because <laughs> um, I was like, did she call him dad? But she did. And I loved how the family seemed so happily blended, mm-hmm. you know, like the wife and then his, I guess, baby mama, if you want to call her that. Really? Where they were all together, there together and she was babysitting not only Molly, but then she was also going to watch the new baby as well. And they just seemed like very happy and very much a family. And uh, yeah, I think that's great for Craig. And I Sarah. love that too. I thought. You know, so mature that you mm-hmm. can, you know, get to the point exactly. where you can leave your child with your baby mama. <laughs> I don't know. Do, do English people say baby mama? I think they say baby, baby mum. Baby mum. Baby mum. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. I like that we got to see, I mean, obviously a year passed because we saw the ever so corny... Um, a bit with Cash in the beginning, walking down the street, going through the seasons. Did you guys get the reference? Yes. What was it from? I can't. Oh, wait, wait. I, I knew it. it. I I remember. I remember being like, "Ah, oh, this is familiar. It's cheesy. What's it from? What's it it's from? It's from Notting Hill. Yeah. I'm not, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, from yeah. Notting Hill. It's the same thing in the movie. He, they break up, and he goes through like a whole year through the seasons, like mm-hmm. walking through London neighborhoods. So I thought that was a nice, you know, uh, another a yes, hint from a another rom com to like the rom com fans. But yes, Notting Hill—that's where that was. From. I knew it was familiar. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank Good you, catch. awesome. Good catch. So yeah, so like uh, Zara and Craig. Apparently, Craig is like a, like a super protective dad over both of his daughters mm-hmm. because uh, Zara had to trick him into leaving the country for the wedding. So um, I thought that was funny, and I love. That that Craig's getting to be a daddy now. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Um, Marielle, is there anything you'd like to say to our wonderful Afterbus fans? Yes. So before we move on to the next amazing couple on Four Weddings, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. And for us to continue to grow, we could really use your help. So if you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure you give us five-star rating. The rest of them don't work. And also make sure to subscribe. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so that you can get involved in the conversation. We have Eric here. We have the live chat up. We're going to shout you out. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. So don't forget to tell your friends, family, and keep on enjoying our show. Hit us up. We love you. Oh my god. Um, okay, so... <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Tony and Andrew. I like how they did a little kind of, <coughs> like, flip on us. I saw the invitation. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what? Tony and Andrew getting hitched? <laughs> Turns out that they were inviting people to come to Tony's citizenship ceremony. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. And they, he apparently did it the, like, official way, not by marriage, because they aren't married. <laughs> and he did his whole swearing in and everything. I hope that the rest of his family also got to be citizens of the UK. Uh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was nice. Um, honestly, is a little disappointed because I kind of... <coughs> Sorry, guys. Wrong vibe. Um, I, I kind of wanted to see... The last wedding be Tony, Tony and Andrew. I, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I love that he got his citizenship, and he seems so elated to have it that I think that was a nice moment. Yeah, I think independence was very imperative and huge for Tony, and I think him getting his citizenship without getting married was so important to him and his family. And I think 
once everything settles in, then they'll get married. I, I think. I agree. Know. I feel like I feel like, and also I think probably good for Andrew's uh, career too, because if totally. he had married an immigrant just to give him citizenship, yeah. then that wouldn't have looked good for him either. So I thought it was. Um, I thought it was great, and and I also loved again. Tony's outfits, everything he was wearing, <laughs> fab. Um, <laughs> shout out to Sal. I was super surprised. Right, yes, yeah, shout out to Salvador Perez. Um, I was super surprised that they were at the wedding in New Jersey. Uh, I think overall their storyline tonight was quiet. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they really gave us much to talk about except for the fact that they're happy. And yeah, they did go to the wedding. But why, why are you surprised? Because I, I didn't think that Tony and Andrew uh, had as much close. reason to connect oh, yeah, with, yeah, and, with, with Gemma and Duffy. I, I kind of th- just thought since Ainsley was so present in that wedding planning, that may, that's maybe why I thought they were there. I think it's kind of just that they whole, had like, to be yeah, they had to be there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. like that they weren't going to exclude thing. them. Yeah. In real yeah. life, it doesn't make any sense. Right. But for the show, it's like, yes, let's get them all in the same place. Like, and same group of friends. Mm-hmm. True. Keep the yeah. circle true, true. together. You know? Exactly. Yeah, I like that. That's a good, very good point. Very good point. Um, so then we have Ainsley and Bryce. And I feel like the other couples are, we gonna, are not so easy to talk about without mentioning the other couples, like the connections. But um, Ainsley and Bryce, okay. So when I saw that they was getting married... I was like, she ain't ready for that. She don't, cause, cause I was like, she's still, you know, she's still salty. Yeah, I'm not the same. And so the fact that the fact that they, uh, you know, that she wasn't, she's still not reading Maya's letter. She's still bitter. That she's talking about cash constantly, making her little snide remarks. Bryce was not having it. I love. That Bryce, Dermot Mulroney, <laughs> Bryce is so has so much integrity, mm-hmm. you know, like that he's and that he uh, is so. I think one of the stereotypes about men in general, but definitely men from Texas, is that they don't talk about feelings or that they're you know that they're too mm-hmm. manly to have feelings. Mm-hmm. And I like that he was like, look, if you are hooked up, if you're still like you know like it's hurting me that you keep talking about this dude, and if you're still into him, then this won't work. Yeah. Have you seen Sex in the City, the movie? Yes. Do you know it pretty well? I do. The I, scene, I knew it pretty well. The yeah. scene where Carrie gets mad at Big about, or sorry, when Big gets mad at Carrie for the guest list being too big, mm-hmm. that was exactly, it was a replica of that scene. And I've realized that that was a very present rom-com that they implemented into this show. Yeah, it really was. And I, I, the whole, I mean, yeah, it does, it absolutely mirrors the whole dynamic between um, Big and Carrie when Carrie was getting over, over, um, just sort of yeah, like too into the obsessed wedding. Obsessed with the whole wedding thing, you're yeah. right. Yeah. And where Big didn't have the, you know, the cojones to tell Carrie what he was feeling, mm-hmm. thankfully Bryce did and was able to, you know, Get Ainsley to come to her senses. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I think he had a great point because if you're marrying somebody and, like, throughout the whole process, they're like, well, I'm just so happy this is, like, going to be shown to my ex so they can be jealous and angry. And Mm -hmm. he did this and he didn't like massages. And, you know, like, I could see where you would be like, okay, why do you even, like, what is what is the real motivation here to get married? So I totally understood why he was like, hey, if you're not over him, we don't even need to do this. I feel like he's, like, been there, done that part of his life. 
And I, so they eventually Ainsley comes around, and I loved that they were sitting in the church and they decided not to get married, and they just decided to take the vow to each other. And I've just, you know, I wrote that's this is so 2019. There is no mm-hmm. script on how marriage should be these, these days, or even that you have to get married. Absolutely, yep. like yes. I mean, I think that's such a it's. It's a valid choice in a way that it's never been before to choose to be coupled without getting the, the, the piece of paper. So I thought that was wonderful as well. I loved that. Yeah. And I especially loved that Bryce kept all the letters from Maya. Yes. <laughs> that was awesome. I mean, that's, that's love right there. You know he's what I'm a, saying? He's, he's a good guy. Keeper, he's right? a good guy. And I also really liked that um, Ainsley was kind of like the only reason I did this big elaborate wedding and got engaged and all this stuff was to prove something to other people Yes, and I think that is so true and relevant especially as you get to be 30 and it's like this whole pressure of like okay am I settling down who am I getting married and you know sometimes people do do it just for the recognition of others or to validate the yeah. relationship in some way. so That's a lot of money for some validation. When, it is. You know why? You can put is. that money toward a house. You'd be all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought that um, um, Bryce keeping Maya's letters reminded me of the color purple when she um, when uh, uh, Suge Avery helps uh, Celie get the letters that have been coming from her sister, and then Celie goes off and reads them. I was like, oh, Maya's being Celie right now, reading the letters. Anyway, sorry, I skipped ahead, too. Or... Um, go ahead, or... I was going to say, it is Sex in the City, because if you remember in that movie... Yes, all the... Big sent they, her letters for a whole did. year. And then yeah. she, didn't read, she didn't read them until the very end. Yeah, so. that... Oh, what else? There's another one, too, with there, yeah, emails. There was there what, um, another show, another film where... They had been sending emails the whole time and, and oh. going and being filtered into... This, what was it? This isn't emails. This is actually in the notebook. Sorry, guys. I'm like a rom-com I haven't girl. seen a notebook. I've never seen it. I read the book, though. Okay. You know what so you know in the notebook. <laughs> you got one up on me, then. Noah writes Allie every day for a year, mm-hmm. and then she doesn't read them, but her mom saves them mm-hmm. and gives them to her at the end. It's yeah. like this big, huge romantic moment. So, yeah. Definitely reminiscent right. of that, Definitely too. loving it, loving it, loving it. So then let's move into Duffy and Gemma because they are the couple du jour of this episode, the couple day episode. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> du episode. I don't know French. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> so, I mean, we see that Duffy has been spending his nights with Gemma, but he's sneaking out in the morning. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And it turns out that Giles. Has known. Has known. Yeah. Kids, kids always know. know. Kids always, always know. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. Um, so I love that that you know that they are there that that um, that they're together, but they're not talking about it, which I think is so interesting for for Duffy in particular, who um, is like a guy who seems to me like he needs to express himself, like he needs to, and so like that that they would go so long without having a conversation about what their relationship is, to me, it struck me as so polite. Mm -hmm. Like, I am not polite enough to let a year go by (laughs) without some kind of definition in this relationship. Like, I need need a conversation. So I was like, that's that's such a weird thing to me, that it went so long without them talking about it. I think, and I can't speak from experience, but I think when you're dating a widower, 
Widower or widower? Widow. widow. Yeah, widow. A widow. Widower is is a man whose wife has died. Okay. So widow. Widow. I think you have to be, walk on egg, or you feel like you have to walk on eggshells a bit. And like you said, yeah, he was just so respectful. And for whatever reason, he didn't say how he was truly feeling. But eventually, um, Duffy's mom being sick kind of brought or pushed Gemma to say how she was feeling. Yeah. yeah. And she finally was like, I'm done gonna, I'm done giving into the stigma and the society pressure of me not being able to date someone just after a year of my husband dying and me feeling guilty and me having a kid and is it too soon? And so she finally was like, you know what? Screw society. Screw the stigma. She's like, I don't need to be appropriate. Yeah. 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 She's like, I'm always appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that was a big theme of the episode. It's like kind of how people will base the relationships off of what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. as opposed to what really feels right. And I think ultimately a lot of the characters chose what feels right for them. Mm-hmm. And that's why they kind of got their happy ending, so to speak. But I it's, like that thought process. And it's little things like this. And it might seem silly, but when shows implement these kinds of tactics and these these um societal stigmas societal stigmas it it does get us evolving and mm-hmm. it, it might be a slow movement but it's movement yeah absolutely. and when people see it it puts things into fruition for us you know yeah absolutely well, i think that's a really great uh, insight um i also loved that um what i one of the things i thought when when duffy got the the message that his mom was sick and he's like i'm going to leave right now and go to new jersey I was like, oh, great. I'm finally going to get myself a rush to the airport moment. Because of all of the rom-com things, a rush to the airport for love is absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, why is Gemma not rushing to the airport? And as I was saying that, one of the producers here walked into the room. And I, I talked to the television while I am watching it. And I was like, I was like, Gemma, rush to the airport. And Jeff was like, what? She's not rushing to the airport? I'm like, I know. He has no, no idea what, we were, what I was talking about. But, but he was supportive, and I appreciate that. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge, is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, so Duffy goes home. He goes to see his mama. She's got cancer. She's sick. His mom is delightful. Mm-hmm. Just delightful funny. and funny. And goofy, and you're like, oh, that's where Duffy gets the goofy from. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, that was really sweet. Uh, and and he he finally, you know, oh, he sees Maya on the airplane, mm-hmm. and that's what makes him finally call Gemma and say, I need you to know how I feel. And I loved that. I love you. He said, Yeah, yeah. I. That moment where she didn't say it back, and he was like, "Okay, just you know, send me an email when you're." I and I laughed. Dying. I, yeah. All right, good. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. I I was cringing. I was like, nah! "Oh my gosh!" And then he hangs up the phone. He's like, "Oh f," you know, like 
he didn't say us. All darn. Um, but maybe <laughs> I think anything. that's what she, what Gemma needed to hear to push her well, into she, action. She's, she plays some games. Yeah. I mean, she is dealing with the loss of her husband, but she's definitely. And almost like she's wait, like we've said, he, she's waiting for him to make that move, and she wants him to make that move. Mm-hmm. And I think she needed to know that he was in love, and that they weren't just having sex, um, because if she's going to put her family at risk. Yeah, and she her needs son. to, and her son. She needs to know that this is real. Mm-hmm. And so, for him to confess that, I'm sure was like, that's it for her. You know, yeah. I really love that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of, um, I love what she said to him while they were sitting on the bench and she's kind of proposing to him and she says, you know, you never know what might happen. Your husband might die. Your mother might get sick, whatever. Uh, and in those moments you need to know who your people are and you're my people. Now, I didn't cry during the show. But here but it I comes. I almost just cried here just it now. Comes. Because. And then, and then they look out and you see um, Duffy's mom and she says, yeah. what did she say? And, and, our, and uh, let's get married soon so all of our people can, can join there, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I thought, see, at first I really was not here for Gemma and Duffy because I was like, this doesn't make sense. And Duffy just wants love. But I think when you put in the context of like they've. Duffy hasn't gone through loss yet, but he's gone through, like, the trauma of his parent being very sick and Mm -hmm. probably is going to die soon. And then Gemma has already gone through a loss. It makes sense why they would kind of bond over that. Yeah. And it also, because at first I was like, they're getting married, but that also kind of makes sense when you put in the context of, like, being very aware of life and death and how tomorrow isn't promised. And so I think by the episode, I was like, oh, I really like them together now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, li- I like them together, too. Mm-hmm. And it, and there's something about uh, when you're someone who has dealt with deep grief, there's something really comforting about so- having someone near you who, who gets that as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be, I think even the whole idea, like if she was going to, I'm sure Gemma was like, if I wait for Duffy to propose to me, his mom is going to miss this. And, like, she knows the importance of saying what you need to say before someone passes away. And mm-hmm. so, like, I love that she understood in that moment what needed to be done. It was so moving, so beautiful. And that that thing about you're my people, like, ugh, <laughs> that is so real. So, like, at, you know, I'm a, I am a queer person and I am in a relationship with a woman and most people who are in the LGBT or many people in the LGBTQ community, um, we've had to create our own families because our, our families of origin are not as supportive as they want to be. Mine's cool, but you know, other people, um, (laughs) but like, but, but, but you end up sort of having a really clear sense of like I need to create family I need to find my people in the world and so that's so important because even if we're not related by blood just the like that you're walking with me on this journey which I love about this group of friends Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that they're obviously each other's people and that even if they hurt each other deeply they find a way to come back together yeah amen yeah so let's move on then to the couple (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. It's been a year. Cash and Maya have not spoken. Maya's been writing letters to Ainsley. <laughs> begging for forgiveness. Trying to explain. And her pleas have fallen on deaf ears. And she still loves Cash. And he still loves her. But how? 
when will they get together? Did you guys like that? I'm going to use that on an audition. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was great. I'm going to use that on an audition. Bust how Cash goes on an audition for Henry the Eighth. Henry the Eighth. Henry the Eighth. And at the end of the audition, the 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 casting person's like, "You were really good." That never happened. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. (laughs) Never. It's the thing we wish would happen at the end of an audition. I'm. Are you you guys? Why did they do that? I, 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 my hope was, I had two 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 reasons that I think. Mine is one is that um, the people who work on the show, the writers and actors who work on the show, are like, let's give actors a little something, like a little <laughs> a little support. Um, <laughs> and the other reason is that uh, I think that that we needed to see someone outside of Cash's head validate that he's really talented, mm. so that. So that we could be okay with him spending the next year in England when Maya's in New York. That makes a lot of I sense. I think you're on point with both points. Yeah. I mean, I'm not an actor, so I I always just thought this kind of how it went in auditions. Mm-hmm. But it's good to know that it's a lot trickier than that. They don't look at you. They just be like this. You do your thing, and then when you're done... They're like, thanks, and they leave, and you leave, and you're not sure how you did. You don't know what just happened. <laughs> you just want someone to tell you that you're good at what you do. <laughs> so that was a nice little moment. I was like, oh, I wish that would happen to me. <laughs> it's going to. It's just a matter of time. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's a matter of time. So, but Cash gets cast in a huge production of Henry VIII. Starring Eddie Redmayne. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah, I was like, is From, he on West End? Like, right. that's pretty impressive. You know, like, big deal, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, go Cash. Um, but Cash is like, you know, he's like going through his life. He's he's made his life about his work. Um, but I love that we see in the beginning, especially when they're going through that, that whole one-year transition, and we're seeing sort of Cash's life, we see that, uh, that Asif, Cash's brother, has had multiple girlfriends. And we see that um, Bashir and Fatima yes. get pregnant and have a baby. So cute. So cute. I love, I love, 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 love Bashir. And, and so that was really fun to see. Uh, and then... Uh, and then also we get to see what's going on with Maya. And Maya is now running for office Yay. in the United States. Mm-hmm. With, with Marcus being with her assistant. I loved that. That was awesome how they did that. <laughs> yes, I loved it. Like, their dynamic is everything. I yeah, love it. Yeah, you know, they're like frenemies. He's like, hilarious. The best he way. is hilarious. He really is. Definitely. Yeah. So I love that too. Um, and so Maya and Cash, though, are still obsessed with each other. They're like stalking each other on the social medias, and Maya's stalking Ainsley on the social medias, and Marcus is like, move on. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. I did have one thing about this whole thing, though. I didn't think it was cool that the whole friend group stopped talking to Maya. Yeah. Word. Word. I'm like, that's a little ridiculous. That's a, it, guys. It, that was extreme. Yeah. Ainsley, I, sure, but everybody. I wrote that in my note notes. What kind of friends are these? Yes. That like because because look, at some point in your adult life, you were going to have a fight with your friend group. That does not mean you sh- you end the friendship. Yeah. It's a fight. Yeah. And so between two friends Between two friends in the group. Everybody don't have to be involved in that. There you go. Yeah, grown people should be able to have conflict without ending relationships. Yeah. And so yeah, that was that was messed up. And it's, I agree. it seemed like that Maya was kind of the head or the ringleader of this these group of friends. 
and for everyone to exile her out, it just seemed like why wasn't anyone being like, you know what, Maya has been there for, you know, been there for all of us. She's been there through all of our crap that's happened in our life. Why aren't we reaching out? Why are we so gun ho on taking? Ainsley's side in this. Yeah, don't take sides at all. Don't take sides. Stay neutral. Like Switzerland. I think it was easy for them to do, though, because, I mean, when the show first started, Maya lived in New York while the the three other friends were, were in London together, still really close, right? And so she was always the sort of one who wasn't there, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it probably didn't feel, I mean, as much as they may have missed her, it probably didn't feel that strange if she's back in on the, you know, she's back in the States, they're back here, they just went back to what they were doing before, maybe. I don't know. But not as extreme and not so cut And not so so cut off, right? Like, that they would not be in touch with her at all. Like, I just just can't see myself not talking to one of my best friends from when I was, like, a teenager in college. Because right. they had an issue with another one of my friends. Like, right. But but I think what kind of spearheaded everything is when Maya finds out that Ainsley's engaged and then Ainsley calls Craig to confirm. Maya uh, calls Craig, yeah. Maya, sorry. Mm-hmm. I think that's... And then Craig says, you know, I miss you. I think that's kind of what moved things along. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, you know, you stay friends, obviously. I was What I was going to say before is you stay friends with the friends who did the bad thing, but you tell them all the time, you know, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love you, but you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. That <laughs> part. Like, that's what, that's what, um, and I, I totally, um, I, I, I totally think that the the friendship group needed someone to make a first move and Maya doing that and calling Craig was like the was the exact perfect thing and for him to say I'm sure she'd love for you to be in her yeah. mm-hmm. you know in her thing uh, was great so then Maya goes to back to London and she does the whole love actually thing with the cards again just you know whatever and Ainsley who had just been hollered at by her Bryce. <laughs> Still couldn't forgive her mm-hmm. in that moment. Like, come on. I now. thought that, I thought it was coming. I thought forgiveness was was coming, and the door slammed in her the face. The door slammed right in her yeah, face. Yeah, I mean, like you could at least invite the her tears. in for a drink or something. Yeah. You know? And and Maya got right back in the car and goes back to Heathrow, but she sees the sign of cash, of you know, like in did. the play. Like, why don't you go, girl? You in London? Don't just stay longer. I think that was a smart move, though, because I think I if too. she had gone and then Ainsley had found that yeah. out, she wouldn't have You're got right. to the place of You're right. forgiveness. You're right. Yep. You're right. I just want these people to be better friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote, what kind of friends dump you like that? Um, why did they have to choose? So, Maya does the Love Actually card thing, uh, and so... We finally, you know, Duffy invites Maya to his wedding because no matter what happened, he's like, you can't miss the biggest thing of my life. She comes, and uh, while that's all kind of going down, Ainsley reaches out to Cash mm-hmm. to get the real story. And I think what she wants to know is, did this start while we were together? Like, were you sleeping with her at our wedding? Uh, and she finds out, no, like, no. Like, this happened way after. And and plus, I haven't spoken to her in a year. And I think that that... That was a pivotal mm-hmm. moment. Yep, that's yeah, what that did it. Yeah, that was a it. huge moment for Ainsley. Like, to, to realize that they both have abstained from true love. 
because of their love for her, because of Maya's love for her. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. And her, like, making peace with the end of that relationship, mm-hmm. I think, was necessary for her own relationship and for her to have forgiveness. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. So, uh, so let's talk about the way that Ainsley gets Cash to the wedding. That was genius. So smart. <laughs> that was amazing because so, Cash was not agreeing to come. He's like, "Look, we're the, that door is closed. We're both trying to move on." And then Ainsley's like, "All right, fine. I'm gonna tell you." Um, Duffy and Maya are getting married. <laughs> He's like, "What?" All right, I'm on the next plane. Yeah. Sense of urgency. Sense of urgency, and I finally get my run to the airport moment. Finally. Yes. And, and wonderful call out on the, 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 uh, the rom-com issues, because when, you, when that happens in a rom-com, usually they can get on the plane without a problem. But here, the ticket agent's like, the tit is sold out. And then, yay, Cash's dad works at the airport, and he's like, hook her up. Hook him up. And so he finally gets to go. It's very exciting. I love when the ticket agent said, people don't get divorced. Right. I was like, yeah. yes. She's like, hold it. Some just, realism. Just wait a minute. Like, they could get I divorced. I love that. Right? I love that. Uh, and so Cash's dad is like, good luck. Have fun storming the castle, whatever. He's like, go get her. Uh, though he couldn't remember who he was going to get. Um, <laughs> and then Cash storms into Duffy and Gemma, Gemma's wedding and says, Stop, I love you. And and I know you love me too. And Gemma's like, No, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. And, and then Duffy, like, Are you trying to ruin all the wedding? Right. Yeah. Do you have to ruin all? He's like, Dude, could you sit down? Yeah. So, and then obviously Cash and Maya have their kiss, and finally they're together, and everybody's together, and they dance the night away and look happily over outer. <laughs> I love, you know, I think the only thing I wish, and this is why this will probably tie into something I'm going to share a little bit later, but I'm hoping for season two because I want to see more in Cash and Maya in an actual relationship and like more of that. Because I feel like so much of the show was them. Loving each other but not being together. So yeah. I'd love to see them together. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I know we're on a, a time crunch a bit, but I just, I loved how Ainsley acted when she came around and was, it was just so full circle. Mm-hmm. And like she was, it was like a real life like emotion that she, that had come over her. Yeah. Very mature. So, yeah. It's that like was she, like my favorite part of tonight's episode. Yeah. It's like she got back to her values and she remembered. That this is stuff. my yeah. best friend, and the, you know, like in love matters, and she remembered all those things. Yes. And like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that like, was really. Aww, he really does. <laughs> and was it good. wasn't like, oh yeah, it's fine. And then secretly, like, right? Upset in the no, corner. she was she like was dancing active. with them mm-hmm. and like giving yeah. her full support, and I love that. Yay! Okay, so we are running low on time, but let's get down to. Should we do the game or the top three? What do you think? I think we're I think we're what running low on time. Let's top let's three? do our top three. top three. So okay, it's the end of this season of the show. Potentially, we don't know what's going to happen next. So we wanted to talk about because this show references so many great romantic comedies. We wanted to share with you what our top three favorite romantic comedies are. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Go top three. And if this doesn't tell you some of my favorite actors, I don't know what does. My Best Friend's Wedding. Mm-hmm. Classic. With, there isn't that much comedy, but there's some in there. Pretty Woman. Uh-huh. Mm. 
the wedding singer, and a fourth one I just have to put as bridesmaids. Oh, bridesmaids. Nice. That's an interesting nice. one. Nice. Like that Julia Roberts over there. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Marielle? Um, okay. Definitely Bridget Jones's Diary. I've mm. seen it a thousand times, and I will continue to watch it a thousand times. Um, Pretty Woman is another one. It's just a classic film. And then the last one is a tie. Love Actually, I also really love. And then The Notebook. I know it's not comedy, but like... Come on. It's The Notebook. Like, it's amazing. So, all right, yeah. all right, all right. I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm going to go with uh, When Harry Met Sally as my all-time favorite movie ever. That's I could one. do every single line for it for you right now because I know it that well. <laughs> um, so When Harry Met Sally, I'm going to give Love Actually the number two spot. And I think for my number three, I'm going to go with The Princess Bride. Oh, I love mm. The Princess. There's just so many good There's ones. So, so many honestly. good ones. What Happens in Vegas is another favorite of mine. Uh, oh, that oh, is a good sorry. one. And Pretty Woman, too, is another favorite of mine, except that the feminist in me uh, can't love Pretty Woman anymore. because <laughs> Too woke. Because I got too woke. All right? Mm, that so happens. we have some news to talk about, Mario. We do. Um, Can I get into it? So, basically, this is speculation at this point, but Mindy Kaling posted on her Twitter a video with the Love Actually cards, and it was saying that, you know, the season finale, underscore season finale, is tonight to make sure to check it out. And in the tweet, she said, read the fine print. Mm. So, a lot of fans are responding to this tweet in comments saying, she said season finale and not series finale. And maybe this means that there is a season two because she said, read, read the, the fine print. print. Well, and, and we were given some scoop that there, <gasps> is, that there is talks of a continuation and I'll leave. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave yeah, it at that. So. Our sources. We cannot. We cannot say too much because our sources, you know, would get in trouble. But we think there's going to be a season two. Yeah, yeah. of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, I am super, super excited about the possibility of that because this show was awesome. Yeah, it, it's pretty crazy how my mindset changed from the the beginning to the end. Like, I, I do want to watch more. Yeah, yeah, I want more. Like, I want to see Maya and Cash, like, this beautiful Gemma brown, and Duffy. black love. Like, let's, just grow, let's, you know? Let's do some predictions for season two, then. Okay. Let's get okay. into... Okay. Yeah. So, if there's a season two... Prediction. I... I wish I could predict some drama that would happen, but I don't know. I, I think only good things are coming to mind, but I think... Um, it would open up with Gemma holding her belly, and she's pregnant. Mm. Um, I'll leave it at that. Um, I'm gonna say Ainsley is the pregnant one, only because I think that would continue with the theme of like them kind of doing things untraditional and like having the baby without getting married. Yeah. Um, I can maybe see some kind of slight cultural clash between. Cash and Maya, even though they're like so perfect together, but I think there has to be some kind of yeah. Drama. Some, so yeah. maybe it's like them figuring themselves out a little more, explaining their different cultures or something like that. Um, and then let's see. Yeah, I don't know. I I think Zara is gonna end up on somebody's reality show. I think they're gonna get divorced. <laughs> Zara and Craig. Yeah. 
Interesting. So, so I, I agree. There has to be some, I mean, you can't tell a story without conflict, right? So there has to be a conflict. Right now, everything's so neatly wrapped up. Yeah. But these are relationships, and relationships are fraught with conflict. Mm-hmm. So, so many great ways that that could happen. One, uh, I do think I would like to see uh, Tony and Andrew get married, and Cash and Maya get married. And so those are great things that could happen in the in the second season. Um, I could see Maya and Ainsley getting pregnant at the same time, mm. and there being some conflict there, as well as the fact that that also references other chick flicks when you have yes. you know, two yeah. best friends who are pregnant what at the same it, time. Two weeks notice. That would be two so weeks notice. Like Grant. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there's so you know that whole like best friend competition that would thing. Be great. Such a good movie. Yeah. So. Oh, there could even be, they could even do Cash and uh, Cash and Maya getting married, Ainsley and Bryce, for some reason, finally getting married, and then they have, like, a whole, what was the movie with Anne Hathaway? Oh, and, uh, uh, I forget the name of it, but I was talking about. Where they're, where they're both brides, they both and they want to get bri- married uh, at like the... Like Bridal Wars with Kate Hudson? Yeah. Something, Something like, like that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, there could be, there could be that. So, I, I don't know. And then maybe Marcus will get to be a little bit more a part of the story yeah. next yeah. season. Yeah, we need, we need more Marcus. We need more Marcus. We need more of it all, honestly. Mindy, give us more. Mindy, we want a season two. (laughs) Guys, we have so loved doing this after show with you. Thank you for sticking with us and being with us the entire way. We hope there will be a season two of Four Weddings and a Funeral. But in the meantime, if you want to hang out with us, where can the people find you, Eric Sinsley? You guys can find me on all social media at Eric Sinsley. Hey guys, you can find me on all socials at Mario underscore Turner. And you can find me at Nikki Bailey underscore on all the social medias. Guys, we had a blast. We love you to pieces. We will see you back here at AfterBuzz TV for something else because we have so many awesome shows. So hang out with us and we'll see you next season. Bye guys. <laughs>